Today on the podcast, I am joined by Robin Ryan McDonald, who is a faith-based holistic health coach. She's also a mama, she's a wife, and she has a passion for supporting and empowering Jesus-loving women to gain true health while losing weight through her sustainable grace-based process. She loves to help women ditch chronic dieting and disease for holistic health and wellness. She mixes her faith background with her study of integrative nutrition to help women develop the energy and vitality to live out their unique God-given calling. I absolutely loved this conversation. We get into a biblical foundation for looking at our health, partnering with God, why self-care is not selfish, and what every mum is missing from her health journey. So let's get into undoing the challenges when it comes to a mama's health. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey Mama, I wanted to invite you to the low-tox life. This is an online workshop that my beautiful friend Jess and I are hosting together where you will learn how to lower the toxic burden in your home without the overwhelm. We are going to be chatting green cleaning, personal care, replacing your first aid kit with natural alternatives, how to support your immune system, your kids' immune system, and ultimately have a beautiful, healthy home. So this is your invitation. We would love you to come along. It is happening Wednesday, the 29th of March at 8 p.m. It is online, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. But if you can't join us live, you will be sent a replay if you sign up. So make sure that you follow the link in the show notes to sign up, get registered to join us for the Low Tox Life, and we will see you in there. Well, Robin, thank you so much for coming on the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm so honored to have you on here. And to get us started, would you mind introducing us yourself and sharing a little bit about what led you to do what you're doing now with restoring your health as a mom? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. So happy to share as well. I actually love the way you phrased the question because I have my health journey pre-motherhood, but then post having kids is a completely different story. And so I'm actually going to focus on after having kids. I usually share my big, you know, kind of turnaround with my health happened before kids, but there's a lot to be said after the fact. So I actually had a really crazy situation happen to me after I had my firstborn. So my oldest is three and a half. My youngest is six months. And like many of us, when we want to 
embark on anything. We're kind of like, we're all in. And I fell into the want to get your body back as soon as possible trap with my first. And I had done CrossFit up until delivery with him, but of course scaled things way back when, uh, when we got closer to his delivery and whatnot. And I ended up long story short doing this workout. I was about 12 weeks postpartum. So it's not like I was like, you know, just had him and decided to go crazy, but 12 weeks in, I did this workout that had a ton of pull-ups and I was, I did jumping pull-ups. I, you know, still modified, but I was controlling the descent and I ended up giving myself something called rhabdomyolysis. I don't know if people are familiar with it, but basically, basically what happens is you break your muscles down so much that it, your muscles are excreting toxic levels of enzymes into your bloodstream and it can like, it's affecting your kidneys because it's having to process it out and you can experience kidney failure or even death. No big deal. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah. And well, I bring that story up because one of the big things I think we forget as moms in our health journey is one, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Two, we actually need to double down on our self-care. And that's usually the, that's usually, we do the opposite. We usually let our own self-care go because we've got these precious little people that we're caring for. And in the name of their well-being and and their needs, we sacrifice ourselves. And one of the things that I did, you know, it's like, oh, Robin, you're working out. Like, that's not encouraging. Like if I work out, there's, you know, there's this thing that could happen. But the thing is, I wasn't eating you're, when you're breastfeeding, when your body's healing from delivery, when it's recovering from pregnancy, and then you're working out and we're, you know, again, it was for the sake of trying to, to get it back or whatever. You can actually, you need so much more food, so much more food. And I, I thought I was eating enough, but again, it's so important to know what your body needs and to be able to care for that effectively. And so all that to say my passion for why I do what I do as a nutrition coach, as someone who has had their own experience of gaining weight, losing weight, having full face acne and gut issues, and also now experiencing some crazy situations postpartum and, and all these different dynamics is I want to see the people who are com who are comprising the body of Christ, these members of the body of Christ, to actually have bodies that work, to have mm -hmm. bodies that are filled with energy, to have bodies that are not on the path to chronic disease. And so I am just so driven to see, to, to take the mistakes that I've made and to try and, you know, redirect people to not experience those same mistakes, but also looking at the mistakes and not even mistakes. I don't even want to say mistakes, the lack of knowledge that so many have on how to care for their well-being. Because I look at my grandparents, diabetes, heart disease, dementia, cancer, all represented in my grandparents. And so what does it look like for me? What does it look like for my clients? What does it look like for the people that I can impact to sidestep <laughs> those experiences for themselves? Wow. I love that so much that the body of Christ to have bodies that work. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, there's nothing like, um, feeling like you've been broken down to realigning your priorities and realizing, oh, hang on, I need to, I I do need to take care of me as well, which, oh, we'll, yes. We'll unpack that in a little while. But first I want to start with what, what to you is 
the biblical basis for understanding the importance of the connection between physical health and how our bodies actually work, but also spiritual health and our relationship with God. Yeah, there's so many different angles to look at this. And one of them being when we look at, you know, we're we're grafted into God's chosen people, right? We have the Israelites. And when we look just from Genesis on, there is so much that God speaks to regarding caring for our physical well-being. Genesis, one of the first things God says, like, hey, uh, here's your food. They're plants, um, you know, and and I'm, you know, we see later on God says that the all food, you know, meat, plants, et cetera. But at the end of the day, he's speaking to what to eat as an important vital thing. And you move mm-hmm. forward and we also see, and I know everybody's favorite book is Leviticus. So we're going to camp out there for just a little bit. Um, It's going to get really interesting though. You're going to want to go check this out. So in Leviticus, we have all these laws on what to eat and what to wear. Don't do this. Don't do that. Go do this cleansing 20 times, whatever. Right. And we kind of brush through that book a little bit more quickly. And, but the cool thing is we've got this giant group of people who are God's chosen people who are called to be a blessing to the nations. And so of course, God has some very specific instructions for them, not just for the sake of obedience or just for kicks and giggles that he wants, you know, to make all these laws or rules. They're specifically meant to keep them alive and well in order to carry out that calling. So when we look at these food laws, we look at, you know, don't eat pigs, rodents, shellfish, birds of prey. Why not? All of those animals, they are toxic. Those animals consume dead things there. And the way that those animals bodies function is whatever they eat is absorbed into their, their muscle tissue. So if you were to eat that animal, you would then become sick and die. And so God's literally saying, Hey, avoid these ones, eat these ones, because he knows if they don't, there's not going to be a giant group of people to go bless the nations. And so we see even in the old Testament, but then of course, when we look at the life of Jesus, I think, of course, and that's who are really following. It's like, what does Jesus say? Like, what, how does how does that you know affect things? And when we look at his life as well, when I think of his ministry, what are, I'll, I'll ask you this, Elise. When, when you think of Jesus' ministry, what's like one of the first couple things that come to mind when you think of his ministry? Uh, miracles is the yes. first thing that comes to my mind. Yes, that's, it's me too. That's usually what comes to my mind as well. What kind of miracles? Uh, the first thing I thought of was the feeding of the 5,000. Okay. Not random. Hello. Yes. Not random. So his miracle, I love your face right now. I know people can't see it, but I love what you're, (laughs) we think of the miracles. And when you actually look at what Jesus chose to do miraculously, it was feeding people. It was healing their bodies. And we know he had these three years of public ministry to do what these specific things that God had called him to do, why would he fill so much of his time caring for a body, people's bodies, their physical well-being, if it didn't matter? Yeah, that's so true. Wow. And so when we look at the life of Jesus, and I want to follow Jesus, I want to care about what he cares about. And if I look at what he was doing when he was actually, you know, living the life here on earth, he he was definitely emphasizing physical well-being. And so as believers, as followers of Christ, I think it's easy to buy into actually what would be more of the 
the Gentile, the the Greco-Roman perspective of our well-being, where it's more compartmentalized. It's like there's spiritual health, there's physical health, there's all these different components. Whereas the Jewish understanding is it's inextricable. It's all interrelated. It there you don't separate physical health from spiritual health. And Jesus, I don't even necessarily. I mean, he knew that we would read about his life, you know, thousands of years later, but he was just living out wholeness, shalom, the fullness of well-being, which included that physical health. Mm. I love that. I feel like there's so many layers to it, isn't there? No, there is. There's a lot. So what does it look like then for us to practically partner with God with our health? Like we've we've un sort of unraveled what the biblical understanding of health mm-hmm. and why that's so important. So what does it look like for us in our day-to-day life as busy mums practically to partner with God in our health? Yes, I love this question. And I I was actually spending some time praying about like, okay, like how can I bless this community? What do you what do you have for them, Jesus? And one of the things, you know, I think, you know, as moms, we just, we really want to do things well. We want to show up for our kids in the best way that we can. We want to make sure that we're giving them the best things. Like there's so such depth in our intention and our desire to, and the ways that we want to love. And I just, you know, as we look at this practically, I I will give some specific things that we can do. I also just feel like it needs to be emphasized that following Jesus wholeheartedly is enough. Mm. You know, we kind of are, are looking at like, okay, I got to get this down. I got to figure out, okay, okay. Now I'm listening to this podcast and all right, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to get my health back in check and I'm going to do these things. And okay. And then I got to figure out this toxic stuff that I got to get out of, you know, and there's just like all these things, especially when we're more holistically, you know, savvy, it can feel overwhelming. Mm. And I, and when we are following Jesus wholeheartedly, he's faithful to guide us and what to prioritize. And he's faithful to provide what we need, you know, and whether that is, Hey, here's a really simple way to take some small steps in your health and caring for yourself. And Hey, you know what, here's this, you know, I, you, all of the episodes that you provide your content, at least are so good. of just like different, simple things that we can do. And God's faithful to provide those things. And we get to always land on if I'm following him, I'm seeking to be like him. I'm allowing him to transform my life. I'm that is enough. I am doing the best possible thing I can be doing for my family and how I'm modeling my life for my kids. And I think that's actually one of the biggest things practically we can be doing when it comes to our health in partnership with God is that our kids are seeing us bring God into the mundane, the everything, you know, and health is one of those very mundane, tangible things that we have to do every day that we can bring God into cooking, eating, movement, sleeping, all of those factors are things again, that God wants is a part of and wants to be acknowledged in, you know? And so being able to not just pray over our meal, but what if it's conscious, you know, you say a prayer to yourself every time you walk into the kitchen, or maybe you've got a prayer for, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you know, like you're inclined to go for things that are more convenient or that, you know, aren't as healthy or, you know, he's, he's interested in speaking to us in all those situations. And I think the more prayerful we can be 
the more he's we're going to be bringing him into those those things yeah I totally agree and I love that that it's not it's not a big thing like yes following Jesus is the biggest thing and the most important (laughs) thing actually it's just involving God in the mundane in every aspect of our life because that's he wants to be involved in every aspect of our life especially our health absolutely and I it, it is so simple and it's like we have concepts in my community where we're, we're vision driven, we're grace fueled. You know, we do have ways that we're intentionally bringing God into this process again, but at the end of the day, it's talking to him through it all. And again, it's, it's not revolutionary. It's not anything that, you know, you couldn't, nobody can think of. It's just, the question is, are we doing it? Mm. Are we doing it? It makes sense to, I could think of doing that, but am I saying Jesus, I'm really weak when it comes to following through on, even if I sat down and made a meal plan, like I get to that moment and I'm like, don't, don't feel like cooking right now, you know? And I, I need the grace to actually do the things that I set out to do or, you know, okay, I, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go for a walk. This is actually something for me that I really need God's grace for. Cause I can easily spend all day inside. And I live in Southern California. It is beautiful outside. It's not that I don't want to go outside, I just, I get caught up in stuff on the inside. And so I need his grace to go outside and go for a walk and do that for myself. And if I don't intentionally set an alarm, if I don't intentionally, you know, partner with him in that, I'm going to get to the end of the day and I've been sitting the whole day, no movement, no nothing. And he's interested in those, that level of intentionality. He's interested in moving with us in that way. Mm, I love that. So how... How have healthy habits impacted the way that you show up as a mom? Obviously, like following Jesus and keeping Jesus at the center is Mm -hmm. the core. But what are some of the other things that you have done that you have set up for yourself to really impact and show up as a better mom? Yeah, I mean, for all the moms that have kids, and I know that you're in your age group, my age group, I don't know any difference. I'm in the, the littles phase, right? But Lord knows I need patience and I need to have the full scope of my energy (laughs) at hand. Otherwise, those fruits of the spirit are just, they're literally, they're falling off the branches. They're they're not, they're not there. And, you know, even, and it's, it's yes, getting rest, you know, with a six month old, sometimes he sleeps in the night, sometimes he doesn't like, you know, I I don't always know what I'm going to get. Um, but it's even doing something for yourself. Cause I know I get to the end of the day sometimes and I'm just like, ah, and I, I don't have something to look at that I did that was satisfying or fulfilling to me. And being your word to yourself of like, I, I set aside that time for, I went for that walk. I went to the gym. I, you know, I, I cooked that meal. I chose a healthy choice to benefit my body. Those are things that we can do for ourselves so that we can have a fighting chance of exhibiting the fruits of the spirit, exhibiting, you know, what God has called us to. And the other really big thing is thinking how, seeing honestly, how my choices are impacting my child's choices. So my, my oldest is three and a half and statistics show that by the time a child goes to kindergarten, their propensity to disease, their propensity to making healthy choices are mostly set. And so 
the choices we make, what we choose to prioritize and model for them is in a lot of ways defining how difficult or easy it will be for them to live their own healthy lifestyles. So for me as a mom, yes, you know, I, it helps me to make healthy choices because I feel better, but I think at least I know for myself and I know just moms in general, again, we have such a deep desire to serve and love and care for our kids in the best possible way. When I think of how my choices are affecting my children, it's even more motivating to show, Hey, yeah, you know what? We take time to cook meals. We, we do try to eat, you know, vegetables. We do try to eat these things because this is, you know, we've got bodies to steward We you you matter. You're going to grow up and you're going to make a difference in this world. You're going to reflect God in a way that no one else can. We got to make sure that you're strong and able, you know, and being able to encourage them in that way. And not only that, and I think I'm thinking long-term, my son's going to grow up. Both my boys, they're going to grow up. They're going to get married. They're going to have their own kids. I want to be the grandma on the floor running around Mm -hmm. and being able to play with them. I want to have that energy and vitality and that, that energy and vitality, the ability to do that, that starts now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're not going to be able to get to 50 with grandkids and then go, oh, I better start taking care of my health now. It, yeah, it's it's a lot more difficult at that point than it is now. Yeah, for sure. So build, start to build the habits now. I love that. Can mm-hmm. we go into, let's talk about a lot of mums think, we've kind of touched on it now, but a lot of mums think that taking care of their own health is being mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. Whereas actually, can you, can you explain why, why it isn't, why it's the opposite really? Okay. Do you want the soft pitch or the like fast pitch, like get excited, be motivated? Give it to us hard. One of the most selfless things you can do is actually care for your own health Mm -hmm. because like we just talked about your example, your choices become the choices of your children. Yeah. You you define the the 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40-year-old choices of your of your child. Mm-hmm. And it not only affects the way they're going to show up in the world, it affects how they're going to model for their families. How like there's so much to say about the family of origin and how our kids live out in this world. There's so much to say about what we choose to do and how that affects them their kids and their kids. And so if we're going to be the family of convenience, if we're going to be the family of, um, you know, we just, we just go through the drive through again, or I don't matter, like, you know, everybody else. And we create this, this false sense of self-love and service where we kind of become almost like a, a martyr. We're actually showing our kids, you don't need to have boundaries to care for your own well-being. You know, once you become a parent, you're not, you know, you, you're, you're not as important. You're, you're, what you do doesn't actually matter, which might sound weird because like, no, Robin, I think I do matter. And that's why I, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to meal prep. And I'm, and I'm telling you when you understand how your healthy habit choices affect your ability to show up, you will see it is an essential must have to take care of yourself because of how much you're worth, because of the impact that you make. And sometimes I feel like we allow ourselves to find our value in doing for others mm-hmm. instead of finding our value in who we are in Christ, standing in our identity. And when we come from that place, again, it makes even more sense to say, 
you know what? I'm sorry. Mommy needs to, mommy needs this 30 minutes to do this home workout thing. Mommy needs to, you know, whatever it is, because otherwise we're not standing in our true worth and value. We're not showing our kids that they need to stand in their true worth and value. We're not showing our kids that, that their, their health, their purpose matters. We're mm-hmm. saying that it's, it's something that's, it's not important. It, you can go on the back burner. It's for later. We're also showing, we're showing them a short-sighted way to life. I think it's so, it's so important. And there's a, there's a different self-care can absolutely be selfish. You can absolutely yes. be selfish mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. But, there's Yeah, there's, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, but actually taking care of yourself. And it is not basic needs. Like going to the bathroom alone is not self-care showering is not self-care that is a human need that is a need that you have (laughs) is actually filling yourself up so making that nourishing meal that you love and enjoy but putting in the extra time and effort to make it going to the gym or working out Mm -hmm. I've just recently started personal training nice um yeah because I I realized that you know and having three kids so young, so close together. Yes. There was a time where I just, it was home workouts when I could. And that's right. just, but now I have a bit more space and time in my life. Awesome. Um, yes. But realizing going, okay, I actually, I actually need to step up my fitness. And I know that I am not, I am not motivated or disciplined enough to do it at home. And so now that I have the ability to go and see a female specific personal trainer that's what I'm doing yeah and I when I get home I have so much more energy Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. so much better Mm -hmm. I'm happier I'm able to be a better mom I'm able to be a better wife and Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not a selfish way to it's no I'm going to take care of me so I can right one, my calling as a mother and as a wife, but my calling also to build the church and Amen. a greater calling as well. So I just Amen. completely agree, completely agree with what you're saying. I love that you brought that up. And even too mentioning, like there was a season where it was home workouts when you can. And I think I love, I think it's so important to understand the seasons that we're in and mm-hmm. understanding the resources that we have. And I think it's so awesome that you've taken the resources that you have and you have that personal trainer and you're setting aside that time to go and, you know, to work your body and come home with that. Having done that, you know, come back with all the endorphins and ready to, to love on your kids. And and at the same time, I think, you know, so often we don't value that season where it was only quote unquote, only mm. the home workouts when you could. And I think one of the biggest challenges that I see is moms not being willing to accept a scaled back approach. Like I said, remember my story, like I was like, all right, here we go back to, I'm going to be super strong and fit. And I was like, that didn't work out so well for me, (laughs) you know? And so it's like being able to accept Mm. where our bodies are at and the season that we're in is going to set us up for consistency that's suitable, that's appropriate for where we are and build from there. So you've been through that season where you were, you did your best to get those workouts in when you could. And now you're in the season where you can take that to the next level. And so an encouragement I really want to give is 
find something that's appropriate for where you're at and give yourself permission to start small, give yourself permission to really add the value that's due to those simple first steps. Like if you can get yourself out for a 15 minute walk, even three to four days a week, as opposed to doing no intentional exercise for yourself, that's massive. That's Mm -hmm. so big. There's so much research that shows how walking, walking just alone is our body's primary designed exercise. Like we are supposed to walk and we don't very much. I mean, I don't, I don't, unless I intentionally do it, we're just different kind of society and setup. And, you know, or if all you do is you make one really big meal a week and it lasts you a couple extra nights. So you have a home cooked meal three nights versus, you know, opting for the boxed things or the, you know, drive through things that's huge too. And so being able to take those value, those small, simple steps, I think is a really, really big key to starting and continuing what you start. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And not comparing it because we all, we all start somewhere. So someone who is, you know, when you said about the home cooked meal, instead of a boxed, like frozen, reheat the frozen meal, Mm -hmm. or, you know, you, um, I have, no single moms who will make food for their kids and then for themselves they'll just do a frozen myth know where you're starting and this is involving god in the whole process he's so much so beneficial as well to then go okay well maybe i'll i'll start making my own dinner and not comparing your starting spot or your season yes um because everyone's season no matter how old your kids are what where you live all those sort of things we can't compare and no it's just not we can't compare starting point so it's asking god where where am i where where should i start and just starting Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with our walk right i mean someone who comes from a really challenging background maybe someone comes out of addiction or you know and they come to jesus they're going to have a lot more to work through, you know, to get to a point where they're feeling fully freed up and fully understanding, you know, all the different things where someone who was raised in a Christian home and granted, we're not spared from different challenging circumstances, but you know, it's the same thing. There's just, it's different for everybody. And I think again, with those, you know, small things, I, a concept that I talk often with my clients about is, is good, better, best. So it's like, we know what the best option is. And I think so often we get tripped up on ideally, Everything would be this grass-fed, pasture-raised, organic, home-cooked meal. But then it's like, okay, if that's not where you're at or what you can do right now, like what's better? What's what's good? And I think even too, like, don't let what's good become, you know, actually call it something negative or bad. And like, oh, I have to just settle for good instead of the better or the best. It's like, no, like this is good. Like you cooked a meal. And hey, if it was for the from the frozen section, hey, it was still a full meal that had, you know, meat and vegetables. And so it's like, that's good. You pro- like, you know what I mean? And so it's, yeah. it is important to get really clear on the intention, the mm. efforts that are put into it, that it, again, can be celebrated every step of the way and to not allow discouragement, to not allow comparison, to not allow even impatience for being where, again, you feel you should be to prevent you from making small, consistent progress yeah 
you can probably speak into this a lot more than me. Well, you can, but for a lot of mums, they think that they have to go all in and they have mm-hmm. to be perfect from the first day. Is that something right. you see a lot with mums that you work with? So much. It's probably the number one struggle that I think, and I don't know if it's us as women. I don't know if it's us as Christian women, but that is, you hit the nail on the head. Like that's probably the biggest thing that people get hung up on. And again, I think it comes back to, you know, we want to win. We want to do well. We want to see results quickly. And, you know, so it's like, all right, I'm doing this health thing. I'm all in. We're going to work out five days a week. We're I'm going to go and I'm going to meal prep all the meals. And, you know, some people can start off that fast and furious and maintain it. Oftentimes, unless you really have a lot of structure, accountability, support, it just isn't going to last because something's going to come up. Something's going to happen. It's going to derail you. And unless you have, and this is, so there's two big concepts that I really encourage with my clients that kind of defines our culture is that we are vision driven and we're grace fueled. And so when you're driven by a vision of who you are in Christ, what he's called you to, what he's put on your heart, what he's put on your heart and your purpose, that's going to pull you forward and having a lot longer experience of healthy habits than if you are just motivated by, I'm going to, you know, the scale is going to drop to this point because a lot of times what happens, you put in all that effort, you know, you step on that scale after a week of hard effort and you look and it's up a pound. You're like, ah, oh, that's it. That didn't work. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and, you know, really being able to be in it for the long game, being in it because not just because you're, which again, Hey, if we have weight to lose, we want to lose the weight. We want to feel good. And that, those aren't things to be dismissed. What I want to do is deepen and enrich the motivation by which you are moving forward with. And again, being driven by the vision that God has put on your heart and being grace fueled. So again, I, and I always, when someone signs up for my program, I'm like, okay, I want you to understand this. It's not a matter of if you're going to fall off track. It's a matter of when, because there's life. We're humans and we're, it's not going to be perfect. That's not the point. And I always say, I'm glad that it's not a matter of, you know, it, or that it's it's certain that you're going to have that dynamic because you're in this community, you're in this experience of some people who are walking with you in this and they're going to guide you through like, okay, hey, that was not the choice you meant to make. You had set out to cook a home cooked meal and you ended up ordering pizza. All right. No problem. I, I bet it was super tasty, kind of jealous. Um, so what did we learn? What can we learn from this? you know, what, what got in the way and getting curious about it. And so really being able to understand it's progress over perfection. We're driven by something that's bigger than these short term goals. And we're ultimately fueled by the God of the universe, the God who created your body, who knows exactly how it's supposed to work. He's giving you his desire is that it will work well. And so he's very happy to give you and provide you with the grace you need to actually be well and live that out so good well thank you robin for coming on i think we've we've covered so much from the biblical understanding of partnering with god to what other challenges for mums specifically and how we can combat those so do you have any any last tips of encouragement for us um or just something that's on your heart to share with the mums listening 
Yeah, I I want to circle back to what I said in, before of just knowing that pursuing Jesus wholeheartedly is enough mm-hmm. and inviting Holy Spirit to really reveal to you, like, and like you had brought up, you know, where are you at? What is he showing you? What is he encouraging you in with this and allowing him to direct your steps, allow him to, you know, really provide that grace. And I I want to make this even easier for you and make this, uh, you know, provide you with some, uh, some, some, some support in that. And I have a masterclass. It is called the how to prioritize your health amidst the chaos without any added stress masterclass. Just put it all in the title there, make it real clear. <laughs> and in that course, I, I go over a lot of what we talked about. You know, what, what does it look like to set your mind in a way that is vision driven? That is grace fueled. What does it look like to partner with God? What are some really quick meals that I can throw together when I really don't have the time or feel like cooking a home cooked meal? How can I look at my schedule and actually find the time to implement these things? Because right now, Robin, I really don't see where that is. It's all in <laughs> that masterclass and the PDF that I put all of those resources in. So that's totally free, just a gift I want to give to you all. You can get that at madewellhealth.com forward slash prioritize and just throw in your email there and it'll be sent right to you. Cool. And I'll put the links for that in the show notes. But thank you so much for sharing that. I think that one, it's very jammed packed with all the things, but is so beneficial in actually you know, it's one thing for us to sit here and have a conversation and for the mums to listen and go, yeah, okay. But another thing to actually give them a tangible thing to say, this is what to do. So if you want to view that masterclass, the links are all in the show notes. Uh, Can you just share before we go where everyone can connect with you, hear more from you? Um, Yeah. Or just hear, hear your journey more and get more help <laughs> get more help yes yes um so the yes the master class is a great starting point if you want a little more information on actually working with me hands-on you can go to madewellhealth.com forward slash program info and you can see more about what the sustainable health program looks like uh if you just want i love to connect so if you were to find me on Instagram or Facebook send me a message and say that you found me on the wholesome mama podcast that would be so fun I Actually, one of my team members, one of our primary jobs in the time we spend together is just thinking up how can we add more value to people on my social media? So you can find recipes, a lot of my mindset tips, just encouragements and whatnot, Bible verses, all there on my social media. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Robin underscore Ryan, which is R-H-I-N-E-M-C-D, which you could also just type in my name that again is on the podcast show notes everything, or you can just look at my name on Facebook, but I put tons of value out there and I'd love to know if you actually, that's why you followed me. Cause that's just fun. <laughs> yes. So good. Well, thank you so much, Robin. It's been an honor to have you on and chat with you. And I have had so much fun today in talking about, I, I just can't get enough of talking about biblical health for months. Yes. So thank you so much Amen. for coming on and sharing. Of course, my pleasure. Thanks so much. Well, that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. 
And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.